You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to BQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you, and... Let's get to week two on Sunday. We talked about Seahawks-Lions. Now let's get to one of the uh, marquee AFC contests, the Chiefs at the Jaguars. And this is a popular one, to say the least, uh, when it comes to what the public is doing. Uh, In terms of most bet on teams on tickets, the Chiefs lead the way there. And in terms of uh, handle, the Chiefs are also uh, the most bet on team. And in large part, I assume, Joe, it's because of the presence of Travis Kelsey, who will be back after missing week one in all likelihood. And to me, what makes Travis Kelsey so special, and I know this is an oh-duh moment, but it is his ability to get open. Mahomes' mobility helps him avoid sacks when pressured, and he probably will be pressured a good bit with that Jaguars front. Still, though, when we look at uh, what next-gen stats uncovered, when Travis Kelsey is on the field and Mahomes holds onto the ball for more than two and a half seconds, 9.3 yards per attempt. When Kelsey is not on the field, and Mahomes is holding onto the ball for a while, it's seven yards per attempt. And so we're talking about 2.3 yards per attempt difference with and without Travis Kelsey. And over time, that is a big difference. I have no concerns about Kelsey in this matchup. Even though they're still calling him limited for Thursday's practice, like just what we've seen, um, we were talking during the break how Jason Kelsey was saying a week and a half ago that Travis is going to be good to go, and he didn't go. Maybe that was a business decision made by the Chiefs. Like, guys, we have the entire season. We trust everything, everybody else. We're not worried even if we do get upset here by the Lions. We're going to be just fine as far as our division and our standing in the AFC. I think that's within the realm of possibility. And uh, the market is saying, oh, to score a touchdown? Yeah. Let's make it minus 165 for Kelsey. Like, (laughs) there's zero concern. And I feel the exact same way. Good point on on the Jaguars' offensive line, too. Uh, Lawrence was hit six times last week, and they have multiple injuries. Curious how the final injury report shakes out for that Jaguars' offensive line today. And uh, Josh Allen was putting pressure on the quarterback, on, on the Colts last week. I just, it, it was the most predictable thing in betting when we see it open up as a Chiefs minus two and a half, and then we figured Kelsey would return. I didn't know the, the Chris Jones factor. I didn't, I didn't see it that coming right away. I thought this was going to linger a little bit. He's saying he's playing another big positive thing. Andy Reid with extra rest. Mahomes coming off a loss and extra rest. Like, I, I like the Chiefs, and, you know, it's not the – now it's kind of – it's like last night. If you bet on the Vikings last minute, what were you waiting for? You had seven and a half, you had seven. So if you want to bet the Chiefs, 
What are you waiting for if you didn't do it yet? Because you had two and a half and you have three the majority of the week, but now it's sitting at three and a half. Uh, like if I'm in a contest or I have to make a play on this number, I still would take the Chiefs. Yeah, I still would take the Chiefs too. And it's hard to think that this Chiefs team with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes that we'll be sitting here Monday talking about them down 0-2. I just don't see it. I think this is a great spot for the Chiefs. They most likely seem like they'll be getting Travis Kelsey back. They've got Chris Jones back. Uh, on the other side, I'm excited to see what Calvin Ridley can do again. Hopefully he can pick up where he left off. I thought the Jags defense did a decent job, but it's really hard to say against Anthony Richardson. I mean, the guy didn't have some mind-blowing breakout game that was super impressive. So it'll be a much different situation to contain Mahomes compared to <laughs> Anthony Richardson this week. But uh, I'm, I'm with Joe. I like the Chiefs side as well, even if it is three and a half now. And not only that, Aaron, but Jaguars linebackers have been abysmal as far as defending the middle third of the field. And that's where Travis Kelsey can very well shine. It's, it's where he's superimposing those over-the-middle passes or maybe something out of the slot, and then he cuts through. And so this should be a massive game for Kelsey, assuming you know he's something close to 100%. But when it comes to the Jaguars' offense, Joe – is it time to just run it back and do another Calvin Ridley over? Because even though I think this Chiefs secondary, as it gets a little older, adds a little bit of seasoning that it can improve, but at the same time, Ridley's a standout. He's a stud. He's a stud. That might be one of the things everybody was right on uh, when, when the season comes to a close here because we talked about him as receiving leader and just, just bet on all sorts of Ridley props a season over, which even after it moved like a hundred yards, it was still sitting around 900 and a half yards. So, yeah, I mean, I'm certainly fine with that. Ridley just to get into the end zone, you can find it plus 150. I mean, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And, and the other aspect of that Jaguars offense, I thought ETN was terrific last week. And I expect to see more and more of that. He's plus money as well to score a touchdown. The Jaguars are going to get theirs. So in a, in a spot like this, um, ETN's rushing yards, by the way, is sitting, I see at 58 and a half at the moment. All of the, uh, the total yard prop, I don't see that posted yet. But it, it's not like I, I'm expecting the Jaguars at home to be shut down by this Chiefs defense. That's not going to happen. It's going to be a higher scoring affair. But, you know, at a total of 51, I'm not interested when it's uh, that high. What are we going to do with Calvin Ridley in terms of his props? I know 68 and a half is high. There's a 70 and a half, but he had 101. I still like over. I think he could still go over that. They don't have a Same. ton of options. Cosine. I, I, I think, yeah, I think that connection is just so good that we're going to see it that prop getting the total get going up and up each week but as for it, now it could, it could 68 be the last and a half week. i like it yeah exactly it could be the last week we have it at a number like that where, where do you guys think it should be yeah because i i would put it you know close 80? to the 80 market's fair yeah yeah, yeah that's that mm -hmm. what i was saying 79 and a half 80 something like that i think that yeah. makes a whole lot yeah. of sense i mean unless where i'm looking isn't updated i'm seeing 68 and a half uh so i think that's pretty good no, 68 yeah, and a half sure. everywhere. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I like that.
Okay, let's move on now to Ravens and Bengals. Uh, Cincinnati, three and a half point favorites. The total is 46 and a half. And Joe, I uh, think this is a stay away for me. Uh, I'm going to lay off of this one in large part because even though my model has this one at 4.1, and so maybe there's just the, the tiniest sliver of value in Cincinnati, can we really trust Joe Burrow right now after what we saw from week one? I just don't know how healthy he is. And he really wasn't part of the preseason. And I know there are some folks out there who think, okay, well, you know, sometimes week one is the feeling out process, especially now that it's a 17 game regular season, maybe week one, it's not so much of a throwaway, but it is a kind of, all right, we're back to football. Let's kind of gel one more time. And week two is when we actually flip the switch, so to speak. I don't know specifically for the Bengals if it's going to be that fast. And so with that calf injury, the lack of mobility, when that option isn't there, when it really could have been against the Browns and would have put them back into that ball game, I go, there are paths for Baltimore to win this game outright just because of things that are really hard to quantify. And so for me, I don't have a play on this game. Hmm. Yeah, I think you could make the case that a lot of that was also going against the Browns' defense, but I would lean more on Burrow. It's Joe Burrow. Speaking of people going to get theirs, he, he's that guy. When he's on, the defense doesn't matter a whole lot. I, the handicap I'm hearing a lot, and, and I understand where people are coming from, oh, divisional matchup, I'm getting the hook, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play that, I'm going to take the points. Uh, be careful. Be careful. This is not Steelers-Ravens. Six of the last eight <laughs> matchups between these two teams have been decided by double digits. So we see that a bit. I'm going to believe in the Ravens, rather the Bengals. I, I like them in the spot. I think Burrow bouncing back. I am concerned about the ankle. I think that's fair. Uh, the history of Jamar Chase lighting this team up helps me out a little bit. Um, Burrow, everything that was downfield a little bit more than 10 yards, he was one for 11. I don't think it's going to be that bad again against a Ravens secondary. That's beat up. Marlon Humphrey, cornerback is hurt. Marcus Williams, the safety is hurt. They have offensive line issues. Once again, uh, Stanley Linderbaum not practicing. We know about Dobbins going on IR. It's just a cluster injury situation. And I think it's going to take a little bit of time for Todd Munkin's offense to really get rolling. And I understand people, oh, the Ravens are so great uh, as an underdog, Harbaugh great uh, in the early in the season, Burrow hobbled. I'm going to go with the Ravens, take the three and a half. I get that. I understand it. I have too much trust in Joe Burrow. So uh, I expect to see a different version of Cincinnati. I'm going to lay the three and a half. It's a little uncomfortable with that hook, but I'm still going to take Cincinnati. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. 
That's shopify.com slash special offer. So I see some threes out there. At a Is it juice? Uh, minus 120, minus 115, minus 118, depending where you do your yeah. shopping. So I like... I like the Bengals side too. I think with the rain that we saw, that was one of Joe Burrow's worst games. Jamar Chase was embarrassed to lose to a bunch of elves. I think this will be a very motivated (laughs) Bengals team. I do think though, the Bengals need to be careful. They talk a little too much. Last year was Burrow head, then the elves thing. You know, let's get some W's and figure this out and not run our mouths so much. That does annoy me a little bit, but I think this is a great spot for the Bengals at home. Joe mentioned the Ravens injuries. That concerns me, and I do think it will take a while for this Ravens offense to get going. I didn't love what I saw offensively week one because this is a division game. I think Higgins and Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow will all bounce back and all be on the Bengals side. All right. Let's move on now to Colts and Texans. Houston is a one-point favorite. The total is 39. And guys, I am almost flabbergasted that we have not talked about Will Anderson enough. Quick sidebar here. I get that Jalen Carter, you know, is having a phenomenal start to his rookie campaign, but so is Will Anderson. Just because he plays for the Texans doesn't mean he isn't phenomenal. And honestly, I think there's value on him for defensive rookie of the year. But never mind that. When it comes to this game, Anderson from week one generated six defensive stops per next-gen stats, most by a rookie edge in week one since 2016. So, yeah, Houston lost the game in week one, but there's a whole lot of room for optimism, not to mention they blitz nearly 60% of the time on third down. So if Will Anderson is playing from behind the sticks, maybe even third and long, something like that, I more than trust the Texans to force the Colts to get off the field. And when you have that kind of reliability, Joe, on third down, how can you not love Houston to win this game outright, especially at home? So it flipped again, didn't it? So it was Mm -hmm. Indy getting backed in the middle of the week, and now we're back on Houston as the favorite. It looks like that's the case across the board, not only uh, over at BetMGM. Yeah, I don't have a play on this. I think it's going to be – I just find it fascinating how people have such strong opinions on on these two rookie quarterbacks. Now, I think it's worth noting that Stroud did not throw an interception, unlike the other rookie quarterbacks uh, that we saw this week. Uh, the Colts backfield beat up. I don't think that's going to be too much of a factor. Uh, one play that I saw a friend of the network, Adam Chernoff, throw out there that I think is a pretty good one. He loves uh, looking at Anthony Richardson to score a touchdown, and that makes perfect sense. You look mm. at him, he had 10 rushing attempts last week. They called six designed runs in, in a, early on in week one in a season where it seems like teams are started trying to get away from that a little bit. Uh, he did have a rushing touchdown last week and a passing touchdown. And Richardson, wow, the price keeps getting better, uh, to score an anytime touchdown is plus 210, Aaron. Ooh, I do love that. I think we're going to see more and more from Anthony Richardson. It's just going to take a little time, but I love that. 
Um, for me, this game is a pass, but I do, if we can move on to Raiders bills, I know we're running out of time. I love the bill side. I think this is a tough spot for the Raiders to travel across country facing a Buffalo team that, you know, has got a lot to prove after that bad showing week one, Josh Allen is inconsistent, but I think we're going to get good Josh Allen this week. And I like the bills minus eight and a half Ed. Yeah, Buffalo, eight and a half point favorites here. Totals 47. Love the over here because I do think the Raiders can keep up offensively. Joe, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think it's interesting that some of the sharper books move this down to eight. So early in the week, we're wow. at like nine, nine and a half. Now we're down to eight. Uh, Jacoby Myers, he did not practice with a concussion. This has got to be a smash shot, smash spot for the Bills. I mean, they can't lose this game. I know we're talking about covering the spread, but I'm mostly looking at it from, from a survivor perspective. And now that that is sitting eight, eight and a half, that's in teaser range, guys. We were going over yesterday that there weren't many great options. The Bills are now a teaser option. Absolutely, they are. Definitely would uh, recommend that one. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we will look at a couple of NFC matchups. The favorite has flipped in Atlanta. We'll talk about it right here on the BetQL Network.